0: Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Definitely gotta take into account your mental being. People out there is not gonna understand you unless you let them know. You gotta tune into your own mind and put it at rest. Only person is gonna help you is yourself. Society doesn't want that to blame anything else but the negative. Hey, what's going on? It's your man Casanova with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. I'm here to talk about something that I think is very important when it comes to black men and our mental health and how we are raised, the relationships between us and our mothers. Now, um, let me give you a little background about myself, and this one is very uh, emotional for me um, because... Um, my mother my mother had me when she was 16 um and my father wasn't in my life. It was one of those you know keep the baby to try to keep the man but that didn't work out and um, so you know my mother had me when she was a child now um I'm gonna talk about my views before having children and um, just to uh, because I have two different views I have the ones before I had kids and then I have one after I had kids so for me, um I grew up in a household where my mom's was not not um she was young and um there was a lot of mistakes that as a child I felt she made. Um one of the things that that affected me young was a lot of different men in and out the house. My mom's on different occasions would would either have a man move in with us or a man we'd live with them. Now I understand, you know, the struggle, you know, she wanted to do it on her own. She met somebody, we lived with them. Um, But, you know, as a child, it really affected me as a man because I saw my moms with like different men, different boyfriends and stuff like that. One guy, she moved in and that was a horrible experience. Um, And it was, you know, one time I got a beat in and she would tell me because I didn't call her boyfriend daddy Um, another time um it, it was just uh, it, it wasn't the best experience in the world and um now I look back and I say uh, I, my mom she just wanted love you know but it affected me because it gave me a uh because you know she's young so she's trying to find love and she's trying to find herself while you have a child and while you're trying to find yourself you're making these mistakes that are affecting your child but these are natural mistakes that believe anybody would make now for me i don't believe in anything of a woman moving any man into a house with a child uh you know man doesn't matter but you know for her she was trying to do what she thought was right for her but she didn't understand the impact on the kids um even though i never acted that way or never said anything but it was an impact on me to see my mom's with some new guy in, in our house you know um it was difficult um me and her got into a lot of arguments, a lot of back and forth fights, a lot of, a lot of things that affected me that really uh, gave me depression, anxiety at some point. Um, it gave me a, uh, my sense of wealth, my importance didn't, I didn't feel it. Um, because my mom's, you know, and like I said, now I'm older, I'm 40. I look back and I say, damn, you know, I had a kid at 27 and it was scary to me. And I, w- I was married, I had everything. And I had a kid, it was still hard. So I could imagine being 16, you know, you're still trying to find yourself. And and, and, and then you're responsible for this life, for this person. It's very difficult, but it still doesn't erase the pain and the trauma I went through um, as a child. It was a lot of emotional abuse that led to my relationship with women not being the best, Because I viewed women more as an object. I viewed myself as only able to have sex was only my worth. Um, Seeing your mother go through heartbreak after heartbreak or men using her affects you. Um, It gives you anger that you can't do anything. You want to be your mother's savior. You want to be her protector, but you can't, you know. And it develops. You do develop those mental problems and emotional problems as well. Um and that happened to me. Now as a father, I look back and I say to myself, I would never do those things. I will never do anything to my son to make him feel like his mother's not respected or the best. I would never show my my daughter any type of issues or problems because at the end of the day I want her to see her father as her hero, as her mother's hero. So I've been able to channel my pain and my mental stability from that situation and channel it into a positive thing with my children. Now, do I always hit the mark? No, it's life. It happens. But at the end of the day, I always strive to be the best parent I can and to learn from my mistakes. Unfortunately, a lot of these young mothers or mother, black mothers in general don't understand that what they do to find their happiness affects the child. When a male sees his mother always hurt by men and talking down about men, that gives that child some type of, 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 of a negative self-worth of self. And then we tried to find our self-worth because at the end of the day, we're never told what our true self-worth is. So for me, it was, okay, well, I'm going to be the best sex in the world. So I had an over-exaggerated sexual drive because I wanted to, that was the only thing that I thought I was good enough, you know, um, which is a sexual disorder when you want too much and and that's all you know and I, I didn't think it was I just I didn't I didn't even see it as a problem you know I, I really didn't now that I'm, I'm in my 40s I could reflect and look back and say oh damn you know it was but back then I I didn't see it as a problem and that's the problem with mental health in the black communities that it's not seen as a problem it's seen as just a trait or just a, a cause of the situation was not seen as a serious problem and it goes on for years and it it hurts you as a person and it hurts you as a, a hurts your life and you don't even recognize it so for me I that was my thing I was never on drugs I you know, never did drugs that wasn't my thing back in the day that you know it was women and that's the only self uh I I need you because I I just saw that's what how my mother expressed love and she had love for these guys so for me I was like okay only way for a woman to love me if I be the sex best sex in the world to her and it was um it was it was deep you know and black mothers don't understand how much influence they have on young black men's mental health you know it's sad to see these mothers out here bashing black men out here Going from man to man, out here moving men into their house, out here doing things that they don't think really affects their kids. And they say, oh, I'm, I'm going to protect my 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 child. But you're doing the, you're, you're not, you know, and it's hard to communicate that with them because when they want something so bad, they justify what they do. You know, my mother used to justify what she did because it was best for her and that it was whatever was best for her was best for me you know so she wanted to get married so at the end of the day finding a man and moving in him and playing that house that she wanted to was justifiable enough for her to do it because ultimately if you have the family everybody's happy but you don't understand that that doesn't that affects a child negatively because who wants to see their mother from man to man you know as a young girl who wants to see their mother laid up with men that are not her boyfriends or moving them into your house into your space a child's house home whether it's a house apartment is his space is her space that's the safety zone and if anybody comes into the house that is not of, oh, we took a while to get to know this person we love and we grew, or my father, that's a problem. And, pe- and, and women don't see that. They don't understand that, and they justify what they do to, the, to these young men. And, and then when the men have these, these, these relationships that aren't positive, all they're doing is doing what they learned. You know, it's okay for me as a man to move in with a woman that's single. You know what I'm saying? That's okay for me to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I saw my moms do that. So I should. it's okay for me to move in with her. When at the end of the day, no, I shouldn't be moving in with with a single mother. I should have my own shit. And at the end of the day, we build together. I get to know her. I get to know her kids. And then when we get to that point where we're about to really commit or be married, then maybe we're bringing a family together. But see, as a man, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm not supposed to spend the night at her house and her kids are seeing me wake up there. You know what I'm saying? And not that I haven't made those mistakes myself because I have. So I'm not sitting there in any way judging anybody else because I've done this shit myself too. But you get what I'm saying? But that's what, as men, we 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 learned, and this is and that's how we should do. And but we don't because you know we see mommy do it, so we do it. You know. Mothers want. Love so, love so bad that they just, you know, move anybody into their space. And to me, it takes a woman at least a year or two to get to know a man, especially to feel comfortable around her kids. But women will do it in months, weeks sometimes, shit, sometimes days. But we think we're really helping the kids and doing justice for the kids, but we're not. We're causing anxiety. We're causing, you know, alienation. We're causing, you know, uh, mental health issues. We're causing that. So we have to be accountable for the things we do to our kids, especially when it comes to single mothers and the children that we raise. But being older, I get it because I know for me at 16, if I had a child, I wasn't nowhere near where I am today. And when I had a child, I was like 27, 28, my first child, and I was scared. I made mistakes. You know what I mean? So imagine a 16-year-old. So it's very difficult. It's one of those things that's very difficult to discuss, especially in the black community. Uh, The mothers don't understand what they do and the impact they have on their kids. But see, in essence, they're trying to find themselves. They're trying to find their happiness because they think if I try to find my happiness, then it's my child's happiness. But unfortunately, that's not how it works. And it's hard to make those sacrifices because most of the time those sacrifices affect you and what you want. So when it comes to the relationship between a mother and black men, it's it affects us. You know, a lot of men develop a lot of warped ideas of what relationships are. You learn how to treat a woman from your mother, but if your mother is hopping from man to man and these bad relationships, always getting heartbroken, pain how do you know what it is to treat a woman well if that's all you see from your mother's heart and pain and bitterness? So then when I met women, I thought the only thing that I had to offer was sex or I had to be, be this type of man because it's like, I never saw uh, my mom's happy in a relationship. So how can I learn something that I've never saw? But then men are oversexed and we we have these problems and that problem. But we don't want to go to the core of like most of these men that have these mental problems of anxiety, depression, PTSD, and things like that are products of single homes. uh, They're products of single homes in the inner cities that all they saw was single parent households, drugs, violence. So, of course, it's funny. People say to me all the time like, I don't get how can somebody from the inner city have PTSD or be oversexed and all this other stuff. I say to them, So you're telling me that if you're raised in the hood for 18 years and all you saw was violence, drugs, and all this stuff, and you don't have you come out, you should come out unscaled. But somebody goes to the military for two years and sees war, it's okay for them to have the PTSD and problems and emotional issues. But somebody that was raised in that for 18 years. Like, just because I, you know, I've seen people head blown off in front of me in the hood, just like somebody at war saw somebody's head blown off. Like, what's the difference? It's, it's better because it's war rather than in my neighborhood? It's worse because it's in my neighborhood because that's supposed to be my safe haven. When I go to war, I expect to see all that tragedy. Now, I may not understand the scale of it, but there's a certain expectation in my mind that, you know what? I'm gonna see some death. I'm a. I may die. That's an expectation. But when you grow up in a neighborhood, that's not an expectation. You don't go outside your first time play with your friends thinking like, "Yo, I'm a. I'm, I got a duck for drive by, uh, uh, drive, drive by shootings, or I got, you know, or I'm gonna see a crackhead, or I'm gonna see people having sex, or people peeing and gunshots and people getting murdered. That's not an expectation when you home. Your home supposed to be your safe haven. So it's worse. But see. White America tells us, oh no, what are you talking about? You got no problems. Poor is all right. It's okay for you to be poor. Yesterday I was watching this news and the sheriff in Polk County down here. He was talking about some incident that happened that was unfair, whatnot. And he was like, These poor people just trying to make their lives work. And he kept emphasizing poor. It wasn't like just people trying to put their lives together. He's like, These poor people are trying to put like like and you know they were minorities, of course. You know what I'm saying? They don't say that in the in 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 in, in, the, in the, you know the the trailers, the white trailers. Like, oh, these poor, no, they just yo low income. But no, he was like poor. See, that's what they do. They put that imagery out there. But with white people, low income people just striving to make it better in life. See, the wording's always different. So, I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. Um. Uh, the whole mother thing, I could probably spend a lot more time on. But like I said, I, it's, I said I'm going to shorten my podcast because the hour is great, but I, I really want to just get to the bulk of it and talk about it so we can listen. And uh, I appreciate everybody's buying the book. It's um, selling like hotcakes, so I do appreciate that. Uh, if you want to check me and everything else I do, at go to casanovawilliams.com, c a s a n o v a williams.com, and you can go of course to blackmansmentalhealth.com and check out this podcast and all the information and things I have on there. Uh, I have articles and 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 self help and things like that for you to uh, do some research on your own. If you need help, I'm always available. You can always email me and I'll respond as fast as I can. And uh, but if you really are interested in more learn more buy the book uh like i said the black Men's method of bible and the journal as well the journal is very important to buy as well because that helps you on your journey you know what we eat is important how we sleep is important how we you know uh uh, positive words of affirmation is important um and that book is really just a workbook for you to start on that road healing all right i appreciate you and i'll talk to you later